0: This is the Significant Man Recharge Show. I'm your host, Warren Peterson, and welcome to the 5-Minute Friday. Too often, I find myself distracted from things, not fully paying attention. It's so easy to have a second screen open, to glance down at another device, to be half listening to someone who is talking. Even when I'm in church and taking notes during the sermon too often, I have to keep refocusing my attention on the pastor. I get distracted easily, and it's one reason I'm so serious about going offline every weekend. Part of what leads me to distraction is thinking about what I have to get done next, or what project is currently not finished, or what I've not even started yet. And when those thoughts start to add up, I move from just being distracted to starting to feel anxious. Anxious about the bank account, anxious about not doing my job, anxious about leading this ministry and the future of where we're headed, anxious about all the things I have to do. And maybe you feel this as well. When we're in that feeling of being anxious, it's nearly the opposite of the feeling we experience when we are content, when we're at peace, and when we're filled with gratitude. During his teaching on the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus tells us repeatedly not to worry. In Matthew 6, 25 through 34, he tells us six times in just those nine verses that we should not be anxious. He tells us not to be anxious about our daily needs, our food, our clothing, or what we'll have to drink. He teaches us to look at the birds to notice they're fed and that God loves us more than the birds. He tells us to consider the lilies and reminds us that. As beautiful as those flowers are, God loves us more and will provide more for our needs. In Matthew 6, 32-33, he says, These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows all of your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he'll give you everything you need. This is not just Jesus throwing out a don't worry, be happy kind of line. His point is much deeper. He's telling you to change your focus from worrying to God. God will take care of you. God will provide. Don't worry about those basic needs of life and instead shift your time and your energy towards the kingdom of God. The reality is that most of the time, the things that we're pursuing are not the things we need, rather they're just the things that we want. Jesus says we're to restructure our lives so that we put our first things first We put our focus on him and leading others to him over everything else. We learn that we're to seek the kingdom first, and the rest of our needs will be taken care of. We learn that we're to reorient our lives so that God and his kingdom are the number one priority. This is often very difficult, however. We might read those verses, we might hear that from Jesus, and nod in agreement, But then we return to worry about our provision, our anxiety over the next thing we're trying to accomplish, or the newest thing we want to add to our pile of stuff. Or we can get thrown into the world of politics and what some elected leader said or did, or what direction our country is headed in, or what's happening with our school boards or social media, or all of the other places that politics has seemed to infect these days. The worldly pull is so strong. And we have to be ever vigilant in remembering what Jesus taught us here. Ultimately, it comes down to trust. Do we trust what Jesus said to be true? Do we trust that God will provide? Do we truly believe him? And are we able to be comfortable with the truth that the provision we receive might not match the stuff that we want? Maybe we've decided that the provision from God just isn't enough. Maybe we've decided that what we need is more. Maybe we've decided that our list of things, the stuff we need, that's more accurate than God's list. So here's a good exercise for you. Think about making a list of everything that you're worried about, everything that you're anxious about, and everything that you want to have in life. How many of those things do you think would fit into the necessities of life, like basic food, clothing, and shelter? And how many of those things do you think would fit into the category of things that you just want, like a new TV, a better car, a bigger house, or the next family vacation? And if you were to sort that list in order of priority, where is God and sharing the good news of Jesus? Was this even on your list? Was this the first priority on your list? Sadly for me, too often it isn't. I get so focused on the worldly things I want, so distracted by the world around me, that God and his kingdom aren't first on my list, and sometimes not on the list at all. The ultimate source of contentment is and always will be Jesus. When we align our lives by what he taught, that's when we experience peace. When we're filled with gratitude for the indescribable gift that he gave us, that's when we experience a contentment like no other. While the world around us is consumed by the temporary things they pursue, let's commit to pursuing God, to studying what Jesus taught and to living with his ultimate contentment. Now, starting on the podcast next week, for the following few weeks, I'm going to have a series leading up to Christmas. So I hope you enjoy that as we go through that for the following few weeks. And head over to significantman.com and sign up for Intel It's a free email series, something I write every week, usually comes out on Monday, sometimes Tuesday, but something for you to think about, something to inspire you, a bit of devotion, just something that you can carry with you throughout the week. It's free, it's fast, so go to significantman.com and sign up for Intel today. All right, enjoy the next show.